Welcome to The God Solution, where we discuss answers to humanity's questions about God and God's answers for humanity's questions. I'm Nate Herbst, and I'm excited that you're tuned in this morning. Thanks so much for listening. Like I said a second ago, The God Solution is a show where we discuss answers to humanity's questions about God and God's answers for humanity's questions. We typically talk a lot about the answers to humanity's questions about God. This has traditionally been called apologetics or the art of giving evidence for the Christian faith and faith in Christ. And that has traditionally been the focus of this show, and it's something that I love. I hope you got a lot out of last week's show on science and the Bible. If you missed it, get it at godsolutionshow.com. Again, that's godsolutionshow.com. Today, I wanted to deal with something that dealt more with God's answers for humanity's questions. And what we find in the Bible is a lot more than just some words written a long time ago that don't have any relevance in our daily lives. That's not the case. What we find is answers to questions that each of us are really asking. And today I wanted to talk about a question that has been on a lot of people's minds. And it's something that is a hot topic here in our state. As you know, Colorado recently legalized marijuana for personal and recreational use, and that followed Colorado's legalization of medicinal marijuana a few years back. So I thought it would be good to take some time to talk about this issue and specifically talk about what the Bible says about this issue and how that lines up with the data and the science. I think it'll be an interesting show, and I would ask you as we start to have an open mind about this topic and to consider what I share this morning. So what about marijuana? Marijuana has been the most commonly used illegal drug in America for many, many years. And many believe that it's harmless and even that it's beneficial and that it's healthy. If you look at some of the dispensaries around town, they all have health in their titles, it seems. And so there is this common, I would say misconception, but I don't want to betray my bias too early in the show, that this is a healthy part of a healthy lifestyle. Some would even say that it's okay for Christians and that this was put here by God for us. They oftentimes quote Genesis 1.29, which says, I give you every seed-bearing plant. To support pot use using this verse is a little bit hard to do because that verse is talking specifically about food, not about smoking it. Just as a chemist, and as you probably know if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, my degree is in chemistry. And as someone that studied chemistry, I know that inhaling smoke is never good. Bottom line, smoke is a carcinogen, and it's not healthy no matter what kind of smoke it is. If you could be smoking hay and it'd be unhealthy, smoke in your lungs is not healthy. So when Genesis 1.29 talks about seed-bearing plants for our food, It's definitely not saying they're given to us by God to smoke them. That's a verse being taken out of context, and taking verses out of context gets people into a lot of trouble. So that verse is definitely not referring to marijuana. But that being said, I thought it'd be interesting to talk a little bit more about some of the issues that everyone should consider about smoking marijuana and legalizing marijuana. Is this really healthy for a person to do? Is it really healthy for a society to condone? We'll talk about some of those issues today on the show, so I hope that you enjoy it a ton. And whatever you think about the show, feel free to get in touch. Go to godsolutionshow.com and leave me a comment, and 
Get in touch about the show and what you thought. I'd love to hear what you think. So, is marijuana okay? And specifically, is it okay for those that believe in Christ? Is it something that the Bible says is good or something that it says that we should stay away from? Well, let's see. And as we begin to discuss this issue, I wanted to start by saying that legal does not always mean moral. And just because something is legal does not mean that it is okay. Now, Romans 13.2 says that Christians should abide by the law as long as it doesn't contradict God's law, that second part being in Acts 5.29. So it's important that we abide by the law of the land as long as it doesn't contradict God's law. Now, when marijuana is illegal, it is important for us to abide by that and not use marijuana. But as we know in this state, it is now legalized. So I just wanted to clarify that before we go into the rest of the issue. So when it's illegal, it's obviously wrong by scripture. But even when it is legal, that doesn't mean that it's okay or that it's moral or that it's good. There are a few places that have legalized marijuana, but we have to remember that that alone does not make it moral or good. There are many things that are legal, but not moral. Pornography is a great example. It's legal. It is not moral. It is not healthy. Similarly, abortion is legal in our country, but it is not moral. It is literally the ending of a human life. One that comes up in daily life is lying. Lying is obviously legal, as long as you're not under oath, of course. But lying is not moral. So even though it's legal, doesn't mean it's moral. So there are a lot of things that are legal and not moral. And even when marijuana has been legalized, that alone does not make it a moral behavior or a good behavior. And college students need to remember that it's still illegal on college campuses. And so the legalization in the state of Colorado doesn't apply to college campuses. And so it still is illegal on college campuses and it would still be wrong for people from a biblical perspective to be smoking marijuana on a college campus. A lot of people would also say the Bible has nothing significant to say about this issue, and that is completely wrong. The Bible says a lot specifically about this issue, and it says a lot generally about this issue. Many wrongfully believe that Scripture is silent on the issue of drug use and marijuana. And even if the Bible didn't specifically deal with drug use, we could make a determination based on biblical principles. For example, how does this issue affect your fellowship, your friendship, your relationship with God? If it negatively affects your friendship with God, your intimacy with God, it's probably not good. It's probably not healthy. Similarly, how does it affect you personally, your health, for example? If it is negative to your health, then you probably should not do it. And I'll explain a little bit more about that in a minute. I drink a lot of coffee. If there was good evidence that coffee was bad for my health, I would stop instantly because the Bible tells me to respect the body that God's given me, the temple of his Holy Spirit, and to take care of this body. So having looked at the evidence for many, many years, I've found that there are far more health benefits for coffee then there are any negatives. And the negatives only happen when people drink extreme quantities of that. And so I've made a determination that this is not unhealthy. Now, when we look at the evidence for marijuana, we don't see the same thing. And I'll explain a lot of that today. We do see some very unhealthy characteristics of it. And so even if the Bible said nothing about it, we could look at the principle of 
being good to our own body and realize I need to do what's good for my own body and not harm my own body. We would also have to consider how does it affect other people and not just those that are in my immediate vicinity, like kids, for example, that could be exposed to secondhand smoke. But what is the effect of the drug war on people? I'll explain some of the statistics during the show today, but it is frightening how many people are losing their lives over illegal drugs. And as a Christian, I shouldn't contribute to that by what I purchase and use. So those are some principles that we would have to consider if Scripture said nothing about the issue. But as you'll see in just a minute, Scripture actually talks specifically about this issue, which might be a surprise to you. So let's jump right in. Galatians 5, 19 through 21 says, The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. The word witchcraft in this passage comes from the Greek word pharmakia. It's the word that we get pharmacy from in the English language. It means the use or administering of drugs, poisoning, sorcery, the magical arts. And the reason that it was translated as sorcery is that it referred to drugs that altered one's sense of reality, and it was often used by sorcerers and people like that in those days that would concoct different drugs to give people mind-altering mystical experiences, if you will. And so that is where this word comes from. So when we see this passage talking about the use of mind-altering drugs and saying that people that do these practices will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, we have to realize that this is not something that is good for us to do. But going beyond that, Revelation 9.21 says basically the same thing, criticizing people who do not repent of several different things, including witchcraft, and it uses in that passage the same Greek word pharmakia, meaning drug use. So these passages basically state that those who use mind-altering drugs aren't true believers and won't inherit the kingdom of heaven. And scripture is clear that using or administering these things including marijuana, is wrong for believers. So we should be careful with this issue and not be quick to say, oh, the Bible doesn't say anything about it. That being said, I want to go to the next level because that was mainly more for people that are already believers. Now, for all of us, whether you're a believer or not, I think we would agree that we should do what's healthy for our body. And like I said a minute ago, the Bible specifically says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit and that we should do good to them and not bad to them. That brings me to the next conclusion, and that's that marijuana is not healthy, contrary to a lot of public opinion. Marijuana has more tar than cigarettes, and it's linked to cancer and has more carcinogens and is more carcinogenic than cigarettes as well. Researchers at the Medical Research Institute of New Zealand have found that marijuana smoke has twice the carcinogens of tobacco smoke. Similarly, Marijuana smoking results in five times as much carbon monoxide in the bloodstream than does cigarette smoking. Obviously, very bad for your health. 
Those same researchers found that marijuana smokers were 5.7 times more likely than others to contract lung cancer, and marijuana is responsible, they believe, for up to one in every 20 lung cancers. So we see right away that marijuana has more tar and more carcinogens than cigarettes, and it produces a lot more negative effects in the body. For example, nearly six times the carbon monoxide as cigarettes. And it is responsible for one in 20 lung cancers. That being stated, it is extremely unhealthy. And this is coming from a recent study done in New Zealand. Another recent study also done in New Zealand at the University of Auckland found that marijuana smoking doubles the risk for strokes even in young adults who had no other stroke risk factors. This is not a good deal. So it increases our risk for cancers. It increases our risk for strokes. The National Institute on Drug Abuse says marijuana can cause neurological problems. A recent Harvard study found that marijuana smoking increases the risk of heart attack five times compared to normal in the hour after it is smoked. So that is an incredible increase in heart attack risk, five times normal risk in the hour after marijuana is smoked. Other studies seem to indicate it negatively affects lung function, although some studies do contradict that, and it also negatively affects prenatal development when the mother smokes marijuana. This is also something that's just come out. Marijuana smoking permanently reduces IQ in adolescents. This is terrifying. That's right. The New York Times reports, and I'm quoting, adolescent onset cannabis users showed significant IQ declines and more persistent use was associated with greater declines, said the lead author, Madeline H. Meyer, a postdoctoral researcher at Duke University. The study participants who used marijuana heavily from high school through age 38 scored eight points lower on an IQ test than they had when originally tested as 13-year-olds. IQ scores are usually very stable, and those who did not use marijuana or started as adults showed no real change, averaging about 100. So adolescents that begin using marijuana, and that's a lot of the population today, will have almost a 10% decrease in IQ as a result, and that will persist through the rest of their lives. It's not something that they recuperate from. Frankly, doing anything that's going to reduce your IQ by 10% is nonsense, and it's something that needs to be considered. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The God Solution here on KDUR, 91.9 and 93.9 FM in Durango and KDUR.org online. We're talking about something different than we would normally be talking about this morning. We're talking about marijuana. We started talking about what the Bible says about marijuana, and we found that it actually talks about this in detail. We've also been talking recently about the health effects of marijuana and how it has some incredibly bad health effects. Some of those that we've discussed are increased risks of cancer, increased risks of stroke, increased neurological problems, increased risk of heart attack, some negative lung function, although I mentioned that there are some studies that contradict that in particular. And we just discussed how permanently reduces IQ by nearly 10% in adolescents who begin smoking marijuana. So 
Further, recent studies have shown even infrequent use can increase the risk of becoming psychotic by 40%. So even moderate marijuana use can increase your risk of psychosis by 40%. Pretty scary stuff. Marijuana is psychologically addictive, and Scripture again says that we should not do anything that's bad for our bodies. It also says that we should not be enslaved to anything. And if something is psychologically addictive and enslaving, I need to be very careful about that. See, God wants you to be free not to be enslaved to anything, including a substance. Marijuana is also what's called a gateway drug, and it won't reduce drug use, but expand it. Bottom line, Scripture says, again, that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and that harming it is wrong. It also says that believers should not harm their bodies with mind-altering drugs. I really hope that believers that are listening to this will heed this advice and say, I'm not going to do anything that will hurt my body. And I really hope that even people that haven't yet put their trust in Christ would say, my body is worth respecting, and I don't want to do something that's going to negatively harm my body. Now, you'll see sometimes when you look on the internet or ask friends that marijuana is healthy and doesn't have harmful side effects. Some of the evidence that I just shared should tell you otherwise. It is something that is very dangerous and can negatively affect your health and your intelligence for your entire life. And it's something that we should be very careful about. So what about the medicinal qualities of marijuana? Like I said, a lot of the dispensaries that you might pass on the road have health in the title, and they talk about how healthy this is. Unfortunately, marijuana doesn't have health benefits or healthy qualities. It is hypothesized to numb nerves in the same way opiates do, and for that, it can be a positive painkiller for chronic pain sufferers. So it can have that type of medicinal quality of limiting pain in people that have chronic pain. Other than that, though, it doesn't have positive health benefits. All it does medicinally is numb your nerves. So it's not something that is healthy, and it's not something that can be used as a supplement, so to say, and it's only medicinal qualities are that it reduces pain, which can be a good thing in chronic pain situations with a doctor's administration and control. There are other problems too. Some states claim that crime has increased where marijuana has been legalized. Montana is one that claims that, and so has Colorado, that crime since medicinal marijuana was legalized has increased, specifically dealing with marijuana itself. And legalizing marijuana won't end the drug war. I heard this argument leading up to the election and the vote on this very issue that, ah, oh, this is going to end the drug war. Well, it's not. It's just going to expand it into new areas. And many already recognize that it will likely even help the cartels and bring them closer to home, so to say. That is not something that we need, and that too will increase crime, like we mentioned a minute ago. Similarly, legalizing it here is already causing problems for countries fighting against it in South America. And a lot of these South American countries are furious that we're legalizing it here, making the battle there even harder. On a side note, more than 10,000 people are dying each year in Mexico's drug war. And there are even more in other areas as well. And American drug users are directly contributing to this violence and financially supporting it. 
like I said in the beginning, one of the principles in scripture is I shouldn't do things that hurt other people. And if you're smoking pot or using any other kind of drug, you have to realize that you're contributing to the violence that's currently going on in the drug war and you're financially supporting it. It's something that I think we should stay away from to say the least. Marijuana use will also lead to increased societal problems ranging from vehicular crimes to childhood exposure and the supposed taxes that legalizing marijuana were supposed to add to the state's coffers specifically for education remain a complete question mark. And they are not even a part of the bill that just got passed in Colorado, but any such taxes would have to be voted on by Coloradans in the future. And those future votes would have to determine how they would be collected. All that remains a mystery. And whether or not they will contribute financially to our state is also a mystery. But even if they did, I think the personal health issues and the social issues warrant this not being legal. Marijuana production also requires large amounts of energy and water, and it has very negative impacts on the environment. And that has been the case in places that it's been legalized. Illegal marijuana growing in the U.S. already accounts for 1% of our country's electricity usage. That is unbelievable. 1% of our country's electricity usage goes back directly to marijuana growing. And that is a direct contribution to pollution and everything that goes with it, harming the environment. Smoking also contributes carbon dioxide emissions. And whether it's from the electrical usage or the smoking, this is a negative for the environment. It also increases electrical costs for everyone in the country. Growing marijuana in California has led to an environmental catastrophe. And it will do the same thing in other areas as well, especially where those areas aren't so conducive for growing it, like Colorado, where we don't have the environment conducive to growing that it needs. You could check out an LA Times article on the environmental catastrophe of growing marijuana in California by Googling that very topic. So rather than fixing a problem, legalizing marijuana is making many new problems and it's making many old ones much, much worse. This all comes down to the conclusion that this is not beneficial for you personally, and it's not beneficial for the society. And 1 Corinthians 10.23 says, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything is constructive. And this is neither beneficial nor constructive. It provides an altered sense of reality and a coping mechanism that avoids responsibility. It gives only a false sense of happiness. And God desires to meet those needs with himself. A drug can't give you what only God can. Marijuana is neither healthy nor helpful, and it keeps you oftentimes from the only thing that is. So here's the conclusion that I come to. God commands us to do certain things and to avoid certain things for our own good. Every command in scripture is there for our own good. Jesus says in John 10.10 10, that the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. See, marijuana is a crutch that provides a false sense of relief and happiness and coerces the user to a life of dependence with many negative consequences. It limits us from being who God made us to be and accomplishing the purpose that God made us to accomplish. And Jesus offers so much more, a truly abundant life. Healthy, happy people don't need marijuana and should not use it or depend on it. 
I recently heard of a non-Christian student who got so sick of his addiction to marijuana. He realized that every friend he had liked him only because he always had marijuana and always smoked it with them. He realized that everything he was doing in life was falling apart because of this abuse, because of this dependence. And he came to the conclusion just from pure reasoning that this was not a healthy way to live his life. So that being said, I think it's important to take a self-evaluation here and say, do I even need this? If you don't need it, what's keeping you from stopping? And if you need it, that's a dependency issue that Jesus wants to free you from. He wants to give you relief from that. He wants to give you freedom so you do not have to live in bondage to anything, including that. Either way, Jesus offers so much more than marijuana ever could. And God has so much more for you. Marijuana is unhealthy for your body, it limits your talents and abilities, and it wastes your time. God forgives everyone who puts their faith in Jesus. And he wants you to be alert and self-controlled, he says, and to be sober-minded and to quit sinning. It's important for us to realize God will forgive us for anything we've ever done, including this. But he doesn't want us to live there. He wants us to experience freedom and forgiveness from that. See, as a believer, you have the mind of Christ, the fruit of the Spirit, and everything you need for life and godliness. All that leads to the purpose that he created you for, and marijuana subtracts from that purpose. God will forgive you if you ask him to forgive you for this. And he also wants you to know that you can have victory over it and live a life free of the control of all sorts of substances and a life that glorifies him in all that you do. Marijuana will definitely keep you from that, but you don't have to live there. If you're there, though, and you're thinking, I do want freedom from this substance, and I've tried before, and I haven't ever got there, I want you to know it starts with a relationship with Christ. It starts with coming to Christ and saying, Jesus, I'm a sinner, not just because of the things I do, but because of the person I am, the things I think, the things I desire. I'm a sinner. And I know, Jesus, that you love me more than anything in the world and that you've loved me with an everlasting love. So I ask you to forgive me for my sins, to come into my life, to make me the kind of person you want me to be, to be my Savior and Lord, knowing that when you ask him that, when you come to him, he will forgive you and he will adopt you into your family as you put your faith in him. And he'll forgive you for this and every other issue of your past and he'll give you freedom to begin living the life that he created you to live. One of true love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. One free from anything that would limit you from that. I hope that you'll take that step today, saying, I know that this has never truly satisfied me, so I'm going to give my life to Jesus and trust him to truly satisfy me in a way that marijuana never could. I hope you got a lot out of the show today. It was obviously a little bit controversial. And I hope that I didn't step on too many toes. And I would encourage you to listen to it and research it and do what's best for your health and do what's best for your spirit. That being said, if you want to get some of these notes in a little booklet that you could easily share with friends, I put one up today at eternityimpact.com slash marijuanatract.pdf. Again, that's eternityimpact.com slash marijuanatract.pdf. I'll also include that link with the mp3 of this show at godsolutionshow.com following the show. 
If you'd like to join us for church this week, I would invite you to stop by the River Church, 860 Plymouth Drive, Durango, right here. And that's right off of Florida Road. We'll be meeting this morning at 1045 a.m. I hope you'll join us. We're also going to be meeting this Tuesday at 6 p.m. in Noble 125 for Connect. I hope you'll be able to make that. It'll be a great time. And we're going to be doing our famous Angels and Mortals, which is a great time to come and feel loved. You'll have to come this Tuesday at 6 p.m. Noble 125 to find out more. Get all of our previous shows at godsolutionshow.com and please let us know what you think. We appreciate your comments and questions. Remember, an open mind, honest heart, humble disposition, and diligent search always lead to Jesus. And like I said several times today, Jesus truly will satisfy you in a way that no other substance and in a way that no other person ever could. He made you. He knows how you're wired. Everything he's told you in scripture is for your good, and he loves you infinitely. Come to him, trust him, and realize that he will satisfy you more than anything else ever could. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great Sunday. I got a stronger, I got a stronger, God.